Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode. <laughs> Finally, uh, before we hit the uh, big rant review for the Batman, I'd like to take the time to uh, mention the honorable mention that uh, for the Batman, we had many materials to look at. Uh, in particular, uh, Detective Comics, uh, The Dark Knights, Legends of Dark Knights, almost every single title that deals with uh, Batman, uh, thanks to the DC Universe. As well as a lot of audio uh, radio uh, with the adventures of the Dark Knight, which is like in the 1940s, as a radio show. Uh, that leads us to our first black and white um, and gives us uh, their depiction of how the Joker, Batman, and all, all that wonderful uh, thing has been uh, evolved into. So of course, uh, from there, we are greeted uh, with another style of Batman in in the form of the 1966 or 69, I think it was 66, uh, with the three seasons of Batman, starring Adam West and Burt Ward and Yvonne, uh, but many, many uh wonderful and funny uh, character development on these uh, that we have uh, King Tut, uh, Eggman who played by Vincent Price uh, Frank Gush uh, Riddler uh, Cesar Ramon's Joker uh, and uh, Burgess uh, Penguin uh, which the many styles of Catwoman, uh, nonetheless is of course Eartha Kitt Juice Newmar and I, I, oof, uh, the third one uh, escapes me, but even so, uh, this whole lineup of many, many guest stars and guest villains in the whole series was a wonderful bridge off before we end up having something totally new, something different, and of course, uh, without the animated live version of Batman, we also get our wonderful take of the cartoon version of Batman, which once again, voiced by Adam West and Burt Ward, uh, for the Miss Mini Avengers uh, in the animated world for both uh, Batman, Robin, and leading their voice for the Justice League version of uh, Super Friends. Which in itself, it's right. It's already fun to see uh, wonderful members of uh, live-action talent to lend their voice not only for a live-action role but also in the animated world. So of course, that was that was in uh, many terms a wonderful bridge off uh, between uh, the live-action to the animated to what we now know uh, for the movies. But even so, uh, it wasn't until like I believe 1993-92 that we finally have our Batman the Animated Series, which has uh, Kevin Conroy being the Batman, the voice of Batman, and I believe uh, Lauren uh, Ronster uh, as Robin, and then later being Nightwing. Uh, there was a few others in there, and even so, there was a lot, a lot. Even the great and wonderful Mark Hamilton uh, 
reprising his role as the Joker, which uh, luckily if some of us have been paying attention to many reports or read on how uh, Mark Hamill perfected his Joker voice for it, he literally, um, as an actor or as a kid, uh, he was practicing more of ho 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 hello boo boo and in, even so it was like it was making sure that he had some sort of footing uh, in some sort of part of the action acting world that he would lend not only his voice but his talent uh, work of his skills as an actor so uh, luckily th- thanks for that uh, we now know that uh, he prefers somewhat of a voice thing but at the same time it's not a problematic of how to work with it but even so uh this is a wonderful uh wonderful way how we uh learned batman in different fronts we've learned that there was more characters like clayface uh scarecrow uh, <laughs> uh somehow in an episode uh the enforcer a version of Bane that was uh, literally straight from the comics after the development in uh, the Legend of Dark Knight comics, where literally Batman's back was literally broken and someone had to take over. Luckily, uh, that that didn't suffice into the animated world because uh, it was it was a, a strange moment for uh, having a character named Azrael. Who was developed in the 90s not only has a like a near schizophrenic uh breakdown but thinking that he's hearing the voice of god <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong uh reading um reading that whole uh fall of the dark knight or dark knight falls or uh something in that realm uh pretty much gave us this like moon knight character for the dc universe so of course you know that's what we're we're approaching on that one uh then of course uh later down the road we are reintroduced to the justice league once more and again uh just like uh adam west uh kevin conroy lent his voice into the uh into the uh, talented world of uh voiceover yet again uh giving us not only like our first five seasons but the additional two seasons of justice league unlimited which is almost like a continuation of the justice league after the thanagarian invasion of the last season of their series which gives us many many plethoras and not only that uh justice league unlimited gave us more than just you know a focal point of the original main six seven but also a plethora of different characters like Green Arrow, Adam Smasher, uh, believe it or not, there was a time that almost every single uh, Justice League member had to team up with another version of another pair of teams or a version of the Justice Society, which is, consists of Dr. Fate, uh, J. Gary Flash, Alan Scott, in some form or manner. And even so, uh, they, there was not a lot of bridge on two saying that hey Wally West had another like another speedster or Barry Allen was another speedster uh they never dwell that into that so that's like a, a bit of a bonus uh because even so uh the Flash is like a lot of a lot of storyline uh thanks to Mark Wade. uh 
and even so that's like wow um of course uh things didn't really get quiet uh during the two k's um of course we are reapproach once more of the dark knight as in uh the batman the brave and the bold uh which voiced uh, diedrich batter uh who is a talented uh, actor as well as a wonderful voice talent and uh for those who uh don't know his phonology uh uh, definitely, he was a cast member for the Drew Carey show. He was one of Drew's friends. Uh, he was the uh, villain in the parody of Meet the Spartans. And even so, uh, all of his work was quite comprised of many things. So it was a blessing that he was considered to be uh, one of the Batman that <laughs> lent their voice on this. Um. Then we are also approached with another version of Batman, but this one deals with his early stages, which is literally titled The Batman Series because of how the beginning of this was. It was like a brand new Batman story. It was uh, almost a near dear year one to the plethora of how many uh, connections that this Batman holds. Uh, we get the chance to see uh, a version of how Batgirl, Robin, and the formation of an old Justice League have been formed in this series. Uh, I think it's, uh, I, I know the town's name, his name is uh, Romero, and he voiced wonderfully uh, for the Batman uh, in that version, and it gives us like a whole whole new uh, respect of the original storyline that provides us with something new and of course uh, we cannot forget uh, and this is kind of funny for me we cannot forget the uh, the beware the Batman uh, this is a uh, wonderful CGI version of the series this is actually in tales of playing closely to uh, the Green Lantern animated series which uh, both series were on Cartoon Network at the time, but uh, due to maybe budgeting and maybe to the band, fan base uh, that didn't like how the storyline was or how it began, uh, that's where we only have our only one season of Beware the Batman uh, in comparison to two seasons of the Green Lantern animated series. And of course, you know, we we don't see any more um, Batman uh, theories with this one because it's definitely something totally different at the same time as you know we're we're bringing ourselves into a different thing we are seeing new series and all that and of course uh, thanks to the uh, CW of course there was a Batman uh, thanks to uh, once again DC Comics and the Bath family uh, that was always provided in that wonderful plethora of source, uh, we were introduced with Batwoman, which is uh, Katie Kane, which is actually literally uh, cousin of uh, Bruce Wayne, which I believe uh, Martha Wayne at the time was Martha Kane, I believe. So, of course, you cannot, you know, pay, you cannot go away from some sort of lineage 
with having uh, a member of the Bat family uh, representing inside uh, of another lineage of the Waynes. And we are brought to understand that her twin sister is literally like crazy. Uh, and then uh, due to, I believe, productions and the town's well-being on set as well as personal care, uh, Ruby Rose, who was the original Batwoman, uh, uh, dived out in a way uh, because of whatever was going on uh, between her and the set and the set in between her. Uh, that uh, Leslie, uh, uh, Leslie, uh, oof, the wonderful latest Batwoman that came into season two that gave us our uh, proper introduction of a new Batwoman. Uh, which is very diverse, which is wonderful, and, and in the same way, uh, it kind of represents the stylized of how this comic was. And I'm happy that this series have gone to at least up to I believe third season, and I'm hoping that they give it a fourth one soon, <laughs> because even so, the storyline is like bridging off one another. Uh, I feel that there is more to the bat story uh, that Lee suspects. So hopefully, fingers crossed for season four of Batwoman. And of course, you know you cannot dive in without the error saying something about uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, of course, we are brought again uh, to a lot of Earths that deals with Batman. Uh, Earth 66, which is <laughs> the 1960s version of Batman. Uh, Nine, uh, Earth 9092 uh, once again deals with uh, the Batman Michael Keaton version which again we are greeted with our journalist Dr. Knox which is wow uh, and then uh, of course uh, Earth 99 uh, which is basically our King Come version of Super uh, Batman which he literally pushed himself to the very edge of his promise and ergo the problematic of him unaliving his rogues gallery and even so his friends that he vowed not to use any weaponry he used. Uh, for example, the kryptonite that was handed to Batman uh, back in the 90s in case that Superman was like drugged or convoluted being a villain's uh, toy, if you will. That's where we're brought to that part. Now, uh, I know there was so many others, but I also forgotten one more. Uh, well, actually simple, but the major one was uh, towards the end of 1999 in 2Ks. Is of course we're brought to Batman Beyond, which is a new storyline uh, with a continuing source. Of course, we have a character named Terry McGinnis, whose parents are divorced, and he's literally in a futuristic version of Gotham, where crime is nearly uh, depleted. It's all like neo Gothamy style with a. Uh, Hover technology and the rise and of course we cannot forget that he literally is like 
trying to right wrongs because his father was part of a Wayne Enterprise uh, conglomerate kind of uh, business that he find himself uh, being on the line because uh, the CEO or the or the big boss guy Derek Powers because this is what Derek Powers and uh, Derek Powers and Wayne Bruce Wayne like combined company and it was due to Wayne's ailment that he doesn't feel fit to run the company so he had to take it easy because he had a heart condition and that was foreseeable in the first pilot of Batman Beyond that Batman donned on a new suit but he had like a cardiac arrest so the strain of him being in the suit cannot help him whatsoever so that's why we're brought into a new character now here comes the even bi bigger twist because uh, the voice of that one was literally Kevin Conroy. So he's literally reprising himself as an older version of Bruce, but even so, it was a wonderful way to ensure that whoever was going to voice an older Batman, it was literally Kevin. And even so, uh, Kevin's not that old. <laughs> but the voice is still carrying on. So, of course, we are... We were introduced with uh, a lot of ton of villains, a lot of villains to be exact, uh, for Terry McGinnis. Uh, even so, uh, there, there's the whole, uh, I believe, three, four seasons, maybe five, of Batman Beyond gave us a lot of storyline and a lot of uh, depicting uh, real life stories uh, that deals with uh, drugs and everything. That one really would carry on itself because the episode alone uh, deals with uh, not only teen peer pressure, but at the same time, uh, drugs in the normal sense of the teen world that should not be uh, used or being abused at a certain point. Uh, getting back to the other stuff, of course, we are brought with the animated movies. Uh, first being of uh, Mass of the Phantasm uh, back in like 94, 95. And that was Kevin Conroy's adventure uh, dwelling into uh, Bruce's past on being becoming the Batman because there was love in his life once. But he had no choice but to give it up or she give him up for the sake of whatever reason. And he felt that this is the moment where I have no choice but done on the mask because, well, I, I cannot stop crime. Crime will never stop. Then to uh, Sub-Zero, which is a storyline for Mr. Freeze, uh, which literally is trying to save his wife, but at the same time, this uh, billionaire noticed the potential of... Uh, of uh, <laughs> Uh, freezes technology to you know trying to save a civilization which in a way this thing deals with cults and how cults works inside uh, factions and even so he's literally like crazy but at the same time he's realizing that uh, he could save his wife but he must uh, kind of do himself a little make sure that everything is you know, just some some way and somehow in some form to um, do whatever 
So uh, that also brings us to Return of the Joker, which is a Batman Beyond film, uh, which Terminus is now trying to figure out, like, why is the original Joker back? How is he back? And Bruce Wayne's knowing that he is not back. He is, you know, unalive because I was there. So that whole movie right there was its own original story. Uh, if comprised of too many episodes, it would take about maybe three to four episodes just to wrap this up. So that would be like a like a two-parter right there. Uh, and then we're also leading to the uh, animated versions of Batman, which is like a lot of Justice League movies coming out. Uh, and there are so many other other things. Even so, uh, there was also the Batman movie with him against Dracula. And that alone was a standalone film, which thanks, thanks to Warner Brothers, thank God. Uh, that was only a one-off one storyline that deals with Batman going against Dracula, of all people. Uh, so, yeah. Um, next to the Batman review rant, uh, of course, uh, without these sources, without these things that we've seen on screen, that we are finally understanding that, hey... Batman's just a guy, and he's enjoying being this one person who's, you know, like, doing, like, this whole thing, so it's, like, it's totally, like, original story kind of way, but, ah, it was a good, it's a good series to bridge from and all that, so, once again, I'm going to leave that episode as, as this is, because uh, the next one will be the, the final uh, bad rant uh, for the Soul Series. So once again, I do thank you for listening to each and every of the episodes for this thing. Uh, this was a lot of planning and a lot of thought, and uh, I do thank you for this little journey that I got myself into. <laughs> So, uh, until the next episode, uh, be good out there, be safe, and until then, see ya. Hey guys. Um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on uh, Apple, surprisingly, I think. I'm also on Spotify, as well as Anchor.fm itself. Also, I am on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Public Radio. Just come over and onto uh, the Anchor website for me on uh, anchor.fm slash edcast20 that is www.anchor.fm forward slash edcast20 yeah just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up until then Thanks for listening.